Twin County Media is sponsored and supported by a group of special businesses and organizations who care about positive journalism and highlighting the best that the Twin Counties has to offer. We are supported by the Rocky Mount Event Center, UNC Health Nash, Rocky Mountain Medical Park Pharmacy, Wildwood Furniture, Lighting, and Decor, Happier at Home, Home Health Care, Bullock's Fine Home Furnishings, the Dunn Center at North Carolina Wesleyan University, Fortis Wealth Management, Claire DeLune, Nash Community College, the Small Business Center at Edgecombe Community College, AAA Mini Storage of Rocky Mount, Old North State Coffee Roasters, Jake Harper, Insurance Agent for Farm Bureau, The Lighthouse Store, Simmons & Harris, Wellingate Apartments, and Metro Maintenance. To become a community partner today, please reach out via email at contact at twincountymedia.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Twin County Spotlight. My name is Benton Moss, and I'm joined today by two wonderful guests, Sterling Grimes and PJ Robertson, who are uh, realtors with Moorefield Realty. Welcome, ladies. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us. Yeah. Well, um, who wants to go first and introduce yourself? Go for it, PJ. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm PJ Robertson. I was born and raised in Rocky Mount. I did leave for a little stint for, um, for college and then somehow made my way back here. And I've been in real estate for about seven years now. Nice. Awesome. When did you get your real estate license? Oh, boy. Uh, 2017, April, okay. I think. Nice. So maybe that's six. I don't know. And you've been with Moorefield since then? Yeah, the whole time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good deal. Where'd you go well, when you left us? Was that college or? So I actually left for boarding school. Um, so I did that from 10th grade to 12th grade. And I went to Virginia Episcopal School in Lynchburg, Virginia. And then went to College of Charleston um, in South Carolina for college. And then kind of did a little bit of moving back and forth between Charleston and Raleigh for a hot second until I finally came back. Nice. Nice. What uh, Before we get to Sterling, what brought you back? That's what I want to know. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Your whole family. Well, I think that's a big part of it. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so I would definitely say family was the main driver in that. Um, I think also I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So it was kind of a little encouraging for my dad to come back and, and try out real estate. If I absolutely hated it, I could do something different. But sure. I ended up really loving it. That's great. That's mm-hmm. great. All right. How about you, Starling? Um, so I grew up in eastern North Carolina, but not in Rocky Mount. I grew up right outside of Scotland Neck. For everybody that knows, that's the largest town in North Carolina without a stoplight. Claim to fame. Well, we have had a Scotland Necker on the podcast. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Who was this? Thomas Scot- McDowell. Oh! Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. He's actually from everywhere, you know, because uh, right, he's the right. pharmacy here in Tarbor and, and Scotland Neck. But Thomas is great. Um, so um, I'm from Scotland Neck and I lived um, in Raleigh for six years after um, going to college and graduate school and then moved back to Rocky Mount and actually worked, continued to work in Raleigh and then worked at the hospital here. So my path to real estate has been a little different. Um, I got my real estate license about 14 years ago, 
truly because I wanted it and knew that I had interest in it, but didn't know how to make it work at that point. Um, so I actually worked in healthcare here at the hospital and at Rex and loved it. But something happens when you turn 40 and you have kind of this midlife crisis of I've got to do what I wanted to try to do 14 years ago. Um, so I have been doing it full time now for about 18 months and I've loved it. My husband farms and so we actually live in Edgecombe County, um, but my children go to school here and obviously I work at Moorfield Real Estate. So Rocky Mount, Nash County, Edgecombe County, even Halifax and Martin County um, are kind of my territories. Okay. Yeah. Have you sold anything in uh, in Halifax? In, yes. I've, okay. I've sold two in Scotland Neck. Oh, but nice. my mom is Nancy Winslow and she sells real estate in Scotland Neck too. So, um, you know, we've worked together some as well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you were, and you were with the hospital for how many years? I was with Nash for 12 and Rex Hospital for three. Okay. So um, what, what were you doing there? I was the executive director of oncology and radiology when I um, left and I really loved it. Um, so many people have talked about how COVID kind of made them feel like you know, what, what is it that I really want to do? Sure. And, and I don't know if that's what happened or 40 happened or what happened, but I just decided, you know what, I'm going to kind of take a leap of faith. And it's been, it's been wonderful. I didn't have the pleasure of knowing PJ at that point, but Trevor Foote, who's one of the owners at Moorfield, um, I used to stage the homes for her and back when the market was a little different and I loved that and she had always been a good friend. So that was kind of my, you know, transition that she made it feel, she made it feel doable and easy and enough to make the decision. That's so, great. Yeah, That's it was great. fun. It was fun. Yeah, I think, I think COVID changed a lot of people's mentality yeah. on a lot yes. of things. I mean, we were, we had our first kid. April 2020, a month into the pandemic. And wow. that's what kind of started getting us thinking like, gosh, both of our families are an hour and a half away. We were in Chapel Hill at the time. Um, loved it. I still love it. Same. Uh, yeah. Still love the triangle. But, you know, just being close to family was something that became way more apparent that it was important to us. Um, so I think, it, I think it changed a lot of people's mentality, depending on where you are in life. And Yeah, so, yeah. yeah no, cool. I appreciate you sharing that. I, I definitely feel that way. I, <coughs> I still love, to your point of love in the triangle, I still um, love Nash Hospital. And those, you know, that crew is still my friends. Same with many at Rex. So it's just nice to be able to connect in a different way. Sure. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, we're, I'm on the property management side. I do some commercial. I do some maintenance, some construction, some development. Y'all are on the happy side. You get to help people buy and sell <laughs> homes. We get to give people bills and take people to court. It's you know it's a little tougher on our side, but on y'all's end, you know, as we kind of transition over to what y'all are doing now in the in the real estate side, the brokerage side. Tell me what you're seeing in the markets. What you know, y'all's experiences have been, you know, maybe pre-COVID, during COVID, after COVID, whenever you got into it. I, I'd just love to hear from y'all. You start, PJ, because you've yeah. seen it multiple ways here in Rocky Mountain. <laughs> yeah, so I can say before COVID, I did work with a lot of um, mostly homeowners and residential purchases. And then during COVID, I kind of was like, oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> Things are going to tank. But luckily it didn't. But at that point, I did kind of transition to not only just helping the residential homeowners, but also a lot of investors. Um, and I've kind of kept that around. So really, I'll sell anything. But it was interesting kind of watching 
because um, I think during COVID, a lot of investors kind of started sure. realizing Rocky Mount was kind of the next hot place too. Yeah, yeah. So that's been a fun little transition to watch. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will say this. I won't say. I won't give the whole whole story. But um, PJ and I have. Uh, <laughs> We've, uh, or she's experienced a little bit of the property management side. Ooh, uh, yeah. Yeah, when she was selling <laughs> one of our landlord's uh, properties. So uh, I think that what, what the lady broke the glass or something and then you stepped on um, it? No, she was packing and she had all of her stuff just piled high. Right. And I backed into oh, a box right. and a glass broke on my leg. Luckily, your wife's a nurse. That was very yep. helpful. And she was right there at the mills. <laughs> it this was, was like two blocks from the mills. <laughs> oh I mean, God. my leg yeah. is like profusely. It was really not cute. Yeah. Yeah, I think we learned that PJ's not going to get into property management anytime soon. <laughs> At least not long term. Maybe like yeah. vacation rentals or yeah. something. Oh, no, no, don't underestimate her because she'll she'll go in in some not the oh, best look, looking. Look, trust me, this property we are in the middle of basically telling this lady she had to go because mm-hmm. she wasn't paying rent. Right. And we were in the middle of a court case that she they had appealed and appealed and appealed, and finally after COVID we had gotten to the point where they couldn't appeal anymore and they were just like well we're gonna move and it took them you know a few weeks to do so and so she was helping the landlord to sell it mm-hmm. and so we were kind of in there helping you know or look looking around at the house while this lady's here moving out had all of her crap in there so anyways was, so yes she she is brave she, yeah she she's is brave. brave she's brave yes well, yeah um well that's good so you have a mix of both investor like clients that you are constantly looking for and then also home buyers sellers i mean how does that work when you're on your end yeah so a lot of um residential buyers and sellers a lot of that's repeat clients too um and then investors a lot more of that this year for the most part, at least, has been more the listing side. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they want to maybe liquidate some of their portfolio and move it into something else or move their money closer to home, it just depends what they're doing. But a lot more listings with investors because I found that somehow the wholesalers just get all the good deals that the investors want. Right. Um, but it's okay. I'm still winning on the other side. Yeah, the the wholesalers, it, it's such an interesting market when you're talking about an investor versus, mm-hmm. you know, owner-occupied. Um, are you finding that a lot of these investors are selling to home buyers, like, like owner-occupants versus other investors in some cases? Because I know that sometimes can be popular where, hey, I'll buy it as an investment, then I'll fix it up when they move out, sell it to a single-family owner. Sometimes it works in areas where there's a lot of owner-occupied, mm-hmm. some areas where there's more rental property. It's just not really kind of a play in the playbook, but are you doing both? One, what's the mix there? I've seen a lot more of investors selling to homeowners, okay. at least this past year. I think yeah. a lot of that, though, has to do with, and we'll get into this in a little bit, at the price point yeah, yeah. and affordability. So I think a lot of these are more affordable, and if they fix them up, they're not bad properties for a first-time home buyer right. or somebody looking to downsize. Sure. Because um, I think a lot of the investment properties also maybe don't have the the same multiple that all the investors want. Of course. Um, Because obviously an investor is trying to sell it at the top to make the most profit. Um, I mean, I'm still seeing some investors, like newer investors, getting in just to get their first property. Right. Um, But this past year, I've seen, yeah, a lot more investors selling to homeowners. Homeowners, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. Um, Any other, like, trends or things that you've noticed since, I mean, you've been in this for six, seven years, so you've (laughs) kind of seen, you know, several waves, a couple of waves come and go. Yes. Um, I just find it interesting. I mean, I never really, moving back, I mean, I've always loved Rocky Mount, but I never saw Rocky Mount kind of becoming the hot market that it's become. Yeah. Um, So that's, I will say that's been probably the most fun to watch. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. 
In fact, we pulled um, a stat around that. I don't know if we want to talk through that Stats now. Stats are great. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. So we tr- kind of looked at um, last year, January to essentially the start of November versus January to the start of November this year. And we have a quiz for you. Okay. Um, how do you think the average home price has um, impact is excuse me how do you think it's changed do you think it's higher or lower this year compared to last year I'm gonna guess what the price w- was do is it and the do difference. it yeah, I just want I want to see okay. Like how okay okay not attuned I am I mean <laughs> rental markets different but sales I kind of loosely follow a little bit but not like you and this you is average through, so. home so this has okay, a million yeah, yeah. dollar property and a fifty thousand right. dollar property I'm average home say average average not median yeah, this is average. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm assuming there would be a de- decent difference. Yeah, yeah. Average, I'm gonna guess is drum roll. One seventy-five. Is that this year or last year? Either way, you're wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like very wrong, actually. <laughs> no, just but wait. A- a- so average is average above two hundred. It yes. is. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, All right. Average, better question for you. Okay. Is average two fifty five? Is that this year or last year? That's this year. Wrong. What? That's last yes. year. This year the average is two sixty seven. It's it, actually now, increased. Is that in Rocky Mount proper or is that that Nashon Edgecombe? That's an Edgecombe County. Nashon Edgecombe Nash- County. Okay. So mm-hmm. both. So the Twin mm-hmm. Counties, but it's Rocky Mount. Inside yes. the city yes. limits. Okay. Yes. Yes. Two, 260 what? Seven. Seven. So a 5% increase from wow. the same 10 month or 10 and a half months last year versus this year. Wow. Um, wow, wow and that's wow. even with interest rates going up, which we wow. both found kind of fascinating. What was, fascinating. What was the median? Do you know the median? No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we could, we could median, come back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Part two. That's right. <laughs> Next time. Do you think the median would be lower or higher? Because that's going to, I'm curious, like, the skew, you know, now we're going to get into some Well, I'll just skew. say, I'll bet it will be a little bit lower, yeah. but, you know, but not by I, much. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's probably, it's still probably above 200, though. Yes. Yeah. I would have guessed maybe around the 220s, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Wow. So 255 last year, mm-hmm. 267 this year. Our volume's down a lot, though. So, oddly yes. enough, not a lot, not yeah. a lot, but, but volume, surprising. volumes are down. Yeah. 15%. Okay, that's not terrible. Not I mean, I compared to the rest of the country. Right. Heavens no. No. I mean, in commercial right now, like multifamily, office, like all of that's down 70%. I mean, we're starting to see like foreclosures and bad, you know, bad things starting to happen because banks are forced to take the keys back. So, I mean, and it's, it's just starting, but, um, you know, defaults. But I'm now, truly, this is a positive story in the sense that there is not a tremendous amount flooding the market. Just right. think about, mm-hmm. like, 2007 or oh, 2008. Yeah. You know what I mean? The pot, Not a lot flooding the market. So, PJ actually pulled the numbers of how many are active today in the okay. Twin Counties versus how many were active during the same period last year okay yeah so now we're curious what you're gonna okay. say here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay um okay so this is active listings yeah at the moment and it's pulled today she'd pulled it today 300 close close okay. 233 okay 230 some active now 233 active as of today and that's okay. national edgecombe counties um so if, what do you think it was same time last, last year, year. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna guess it was lower I'm going to guess it was lower. Can I get a yes or no? You are wrong. That is wrong. wrong. <laughs> Isn't wow. it shocking? 
That is interesting. So we have less inventory. Mm-hmm. Hence, the price continues to, to go, go up, up. Yeah. right? Okay. Supply and demand. So, because I thought like during COVID there was like no inventory. Oh my god, no! I think we got down to like maybe less than a month of inventory left on the market. I don't that's, remember what that's, that's called. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many days on or days on market or um, or we have that? Days but of inventory but first, guess what? Okay. Last year's was same time <laughs> period. Uh, oh, wait. What am I guessing? Oh, oh the, the number. The number. So yeah, it was yeah. more. We're at two thirty now, four hundred. Close three thirty seven. Okay. So a third more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, about a third more. But to your point of days on market, and this is looking at the ten month period last year compared to the ten month de- period this mm-hmm. year, it's over twice as many days. So last year was twenty one. Okay. This year, and this is average, is forty nine. Right. So a lot of that, though, um, is still considering that new construction and a lot of times they'll put that on the market 200 days before they're gonna be able to move in and they're dragging that's dragging the average up yeah yeah but it is still interesting because we have so many more new construction moving in here with the dr horton and caruso homes and you know all of those compared to when i moved here which was 15 years ago we have had Mm -hmm. no this is something that that maybe I can talk a little bit about. I don't know any yeah, of those stats yeah, yeah, clearly, yeah. <laughs> um, but we haven't seen any development t- until the last mm-hmm. you know couple of years. Um, yeah, probably two or three years, and then all of a sudden now you're seeing all these single families crop up. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing a little bit of redevelopment in downtown. You know, some of the stuff that we manage, the Davis Lofts. Yep. Um, Kip Meadows just finished those four historic mm-hmm. apartments right next to your, your dad's office. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's starting to be some some rental product coming back on the market, and then also a lot of those new construction. It's kind of a blended neighborhood between owner occupied. We also manage. Uh, well, a lot of the new construction do require owner-occupied, at least for the first purchase, you know, gotcha. in order to benefit from some of their rents. I'm going like, to shut my mouth then. No, 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 no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not yeah. wrong. Every builder, just yes. more of the larger. Yes, yes. Right. you're not wrong. Like the DR Horton, if you want to benefit from their lower interest rates, then it must be owner-occupied. Right. But um, I'm trying to blank it on it right now. Century Home over there um, near... Um, it's Century Homes, Stonewall. yeah. yeah yes, yeah. I don't think those Century are required. Communities, I think. That's my mm-hmm. yeah. Those are not required to be owner-occupied. Right. To your point of when you moved here within the last five years and you are appreciating the lack of traffic and the closer to family and just the slip, oh, yeah. slip, you know, simpler lifestyle. So all of the Raleigh market who are priced out of an average home price of 900000 or whatever it is at the moment, you know, that's really mm-hmm. benefited Rocky Mount because um, you know if you're commuting two days a week you can easily do an hour commute two days a week to have a different quality of life and it's not even an hour I mean if you're at the right mills, yeah. right you're right to North Hills I mean we because we looked at this when we were thinking about coming mm-hmm. back first stop was at the mills which most people coming out of town that's like oh it's a nice the new you know rental product before we go establish ourselves and buy mm-hmm. a house why don't we just rent for a year and I'll commute, right? And it was 50 minutes to where 50. I was working. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, okay. it's the easiest 50 minutes ever mm-hmm. versus a drive from Chapel Hill to Raleigh, which is a third of the distance, but 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, because mm-hmm. you're going to stop Travel. and go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, we talked about volume. Did we talk about volume? We talked about uh, listings. Yeah, yeah, we actually had a question for you okay. of how um, – how when you said you you moved to the mill right when you moved to town and how the um 
the kind of the higher end buyer want something to rent is there where do the, where is the market for that because we just don't know where they're renting or how the rental market is for a, a higher end buyer yeah i would say um well we did not end up renting at the mill we were going to we actually stumbled backwards into a home that was literally like a par five from my in-laws oh, okay. so okay. so but that was kind of our first choice mm-hmm. right and we were looking at different options and um like we looked at some new construction we looked at um, even like buying a new construction duplex living there for a little bit and then renting it out you know renting mm-hmm. the other side out and then once we leave you know rent rent that side out but we looked at all kinds of things um we fell backwards into a really good situation most people don't do that right so um besides the mills for like young couples or Mm -hmm. families there's not a ton of like nice new rental product we have plenty of like upper end you know higher end homes that kind of come and go that's not all that we rent we rent kind of your run-of-the-mill like rental property in you know higher rental percentage areas we also rent things in um you know, we we actually have a rental home in Greystone, believe it or not. Oh, yeah, wow. it's, it's being we're renting it for uh, I think twenty seven fifty a month. Nice. So, I mean, we don't have a ton of that, sure. um, but we have a good amount. There's an, enough of that where there is a market for it. It's just not your everyday market, the rental market. I are think, most of those short or long term? No, those are long term. Long term. Yeah, twelve month lease. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would say. So for any investor listing, maybe they need to think about some yeah, of those. Yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, just me personally, where I sit and looking at all of our investors in our portfolio, you are going to hands down make more money on the higher end rentals than you will on, you know, your lower end. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it all comes down to price too, right? And it also comes down to tenant selection. I mean, those are things that, you know, your manager ought to be looking out for and we have stringent criteria for that. But um, you have less maintenance, less headaches, typically attract a better demographic uh, tenant profile to higher end stuff. That's just my point. Um, I think a lot of people kind of see cash flow as like the name of the game. Sure. Me, uh, I think if you're a longer term investment, you know, cash flow is a plus, but your equity is really what you ought to be mm-hmm. focusing on. So. Um, That's just, so to PJ's point of, she has really done a great job kind of finding this I mean she certainly works with all sorts of buyers and sellers but Mm -hmm. finding this cool niche of the investor my um 18 month career in real estate (laughs) at this point has truly been the home buyer and the home seller and I have been super lucky and fortunate to to um still work with the hospital on a lot of their relocation and physicians and um so most of those people are higher end right and they there is not and many want to rent when they come to town and many come to town with um two generations you know because Mm -hmm. they're a physician family who is working crazy hours and crazy shifts and the mill is not always the ideal location for that and so a high-end rental that they will you know eventually figure out where they want to purchase but but this buyer i've certainly struggled on the best way to help them in the immediate future to make their long term more successful does that make sense absolutely so let me uh that and that market's not huge it's not but it is a it is a market that we hope to do a really great job with yeah yeah because we need that we need these positions we need these executives and so how do we make sure they're happy and successful so that they're ready for the next step yeah right and so that they don't go live in 
Wendell or, or Raleigh that's and right. do the reverse right. community. You know, right. We want them mm-hmm. here. That's right. Let me ask you this. Uh, there's really not any, to my knowledge, like high-end townhome products. Do you think something like that would sell in Rocky Mount? Yeah, so I actually did a presentation about a month ago for a group of investors. Okay. And that was one of the things, I narrowed it down to three different items that I thought were needed in Rocky sure. Mount. And one of them was townhomes because I do think people would love those. They're lower maintenance, usually more affordable. And I mean, it's just more convenient. You can leave and yeah. then you come back. There's no yard work, all that. So I think that would be, that's, that's a very idea. needed. I mean, it was that, I think home homes under 180. Um, I don't even remember the other one, but yeah. townhomes was a big one. And I'm thinking more of like a, a high-end townhome. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of higher end townhome communities will have like no rental provisions. Mm-hmm. Some don't have it, but because of the price point, if an investor buys it, you're going to have to rent it out for a pretty darn high amount mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. able to make it mm-hmm. underwrite mm-hmm. and make you money. And I mean, when you have a client, the, the folks that you were just talking about, they're going to look in Candlewood. They're going to look that's in West they, Haven. That's, they, that's right. <laughs> Candlewood, West Haven. Uh, the reservoir they like the out reservoir, there too. Yeah. Uh, Wind yep. Chase. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Maybe Tarboro on the commons like but maybe not so much some but but not as that as much because sometimes they'll want to be on the nash county side because they'll want to be closer to the airport or closer Mm -hmm. to rtp right and i'm not saying this isn't a tremendous amount but but there is this niche of of particularly for physicians where you really want we've done a ton of work to get this person here you want them to become invested in this community and find a home in this community so that they truly have the opportunity to network with with people here and become invested here. Are there other groups that are similar to that demographic? So like executives or I can you know what say, I'm saying? I mean, I have a lot of friends moving back because they're having okay. kids or families live in the area. And there was one in particular, they have their first child and then they're hoping to have a second one in the next year or so. And we looked at several houses, but they could not figure out if they wanted like the five year house or if they wanted a forever home. So they right. really wanted a nicer, higher end in the neighborhoods we just talked about. Right to be able to stay and then kind of figure out where they wanted to be. So I think there is a niche with the physicians and as well as younger professionals moving back to the area. Hospira, Cummings, we yeah. would love those executives mm-hmm. to right. live here, right? Right, right. And I feel like, so I just feel like like a higher end Belmont is community. attractive to oh, that. Belmont, yeah, is interesting, yeah. It is. And I really think, to, to PJ's point of townhomes, Belmont is very attractive or at least when I tour different people, it seems to be a very attractive community because it it does it is not all people from Eastern North Carolina or North right. Carolina. So there is more diversity and there's more um, there is amenities there and people seem to truly be attracted to it and it's very nice out there, right? Oh yeah, it's awesome. And mm-hmm. so if there was what you're both speaking about in that community. Um, you know, we had still some of those many days. I think you're like spot on. Yeah. Um, p- particularly because that's out there where we really want the executives of Hospira and Cummings and, and everywhere else to, to stay and be around. So get, kind of given all this and where you guys sit, mm-hmm. if, if you were a builder developer, knowing what you know, where would you be looking? What would you be trying to build? So the greatest I, need maybe. Yeah, so I think from what I now this is only just for the city of Rocky Mount, sure. but I think a lot of the de- development is 
towards the north and the west. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of been the trend just as long as Rocky Mount's been a thing. Everything always moves west. And Raleigh's coming kind of east and around. So I'd probably go kind of that route. And I could be wrong there, but that's probably what I would do. Just watching those trends. Sure. No, that makes sense. I, you know, I can only speak to the the things that I know, right? And what I know is the the particular subset where I see, and we just talked about it, is void of an an easy transition to make right. their life easier. And I always think about this person that is ultra busy in their professional career usually gravitates towards things that are they'll pay more as long as it seems easy safe and helps do relieve mm-hmm. things off their life yeah. so even listing a physician's home when you can schedule the movers and you can schedule all these things for them they're much more likely to to move forward with the listing yeah, right absolutely. like do these things yeah because they're just busy they're just busy so yeah. Um, for these ultra busy people, busy families, busy other people, uh, busy professionals, the the more the more easy it is to get them connected to our community, and the more central location it is. I just it would be more than just me, but a roundtable of people that would say, "How do we make it easy to attract the people we want to attract?" Because yeah. I really feel like that is. The name of the game. I Absolutely. feel like that's just the world we live in. How to make it easy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this uh, this kind of gets into like a economic development discussion too, because often real estate is like an afterthought in economic mm-hmm. development, where they're like, "Hey, we have all this land for sale to develop your manufacturing plant, and we have you know good school systems here, here, and here, and we have these neighborhoods and that type of stuff." And then you actually go to look at the neighborhoods, and there's nothing in West Haven available, nothing. or Candlewood, mm-hmm. or in Belmont. There's a lot if you want to build. That's right. You know, but That's nobody right. wants to build. <laughs> That's right. That's they don't right. have time to build. Well, right? they yeah. they always ask like, "How long is that going to take?" And you know. Um, Tony Foote might hate for me for saying this, but I would guess you need to ballpark two and a half years. I mean, it's going to take maybe a year or so to get it actually built or close to it. You got to pick out your plans. You got to finalize your plans. You got to get the permitting on this stuff. So if you sell your, you know, if you set it up like I'm going to be in in a year and a half, maybe you can. That's awesome. But you know, if you're anything in there before that two and a half, you're probably doing really good. Right. I was right? going to say 18 months, absolute minimum. Minimum. That's minimum. what I would say, yeah. right? That that 18 to, to 30 months is probably more, you know, more. Nah, I, yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. And so, yeah. So if you're a builder, developer, investor. Um, no, got- I, let me back up a second. Because there are some, I think they call them semi-custom, you know, like Caruso, oh, where, yeah. where they've decided mm-hmm. that we have these 16 plans. You pick one of these plans and you do one of these things. Right. But if you wanted to truly build your your vision of a home that's where we're talking about you right. might can do those in the 18 months does right. that make sense oh absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. well when you come that. to the table with plans then yeah that's yes. a whole lot yeah. easier yeah. engineers yeah. check yeah. them all right yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly they exactly. fit on this lot yeah but if you want to pick out some land and go find a builder yeah. and get your plans right no no no, no, no. Yeah. absolutely yeah. not yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in terms of um okay so we talked about townhomes we've talked about kind of the higher end stuff um, right though those do get requested a lot and there's nothing here yeah no well and i think they make a good transition from like a first house or moving back and then you can rent them i mean i think or right. you can resell them i think mm-hmm. i would just park yeah you're talking about townhomes, townhomes mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> 
we've got Somerset. There's the pines over. We used to manage these HOAs. We we don't any longer. We just do rental property now. Okay. But um, the pines over Harris Teeter. I mean, all these. Uh, there's the mm-hmm. um. What's at the entrance of uh, Candlewood Grace? Um, oh, oh my! I can see them. Is right it the, the wood cedar roofs? Yeah, it's, yeah. Cedar shake roof. Uh, oh. It's the name of the street. What's that street name? I should know. Bridge. About to sell a house. Anyways, on that you know what, <laughs> yeah, they're either condos or townhomes. Same thing, but those are like they fly when they fly come off, off when they come the on the market. As does um, the Absolutely. little ones at Willow Oaks at the end of. Well, um, true, you have to have a downstairs bedroom, and not no, so many of these other town kind of new construction products don't have don't. a downstairs no, bedroom. No, it's just like a big open area mm-hmm. and then bedrooms up upstairs right so the, the to pj's point those that fly off all of those have a downstairs mm-hmm. bedroom mm-hmm. and so then they make it work for the retiree who's ready to have low maintenance and mm-hmm. they make it work for the the new, young family that's right yeah. everybody yeah. can Absolutely. benefit yeah yeah so i yeah i feel like that that's a market hole that somebody could fill <laughs> at some <laughs> point um how about affordability? Where do you guys feel like trend-wise we're heading? And, you know, is there a missing PJ middle there? PJ can do this. Cause yeah. She yeah. Talk about some of the other some stats y'all brought. Yeah, I did. PJ yeah. <laughs> so I actually, the, between I think the 200 and 300 range is the hardest right now. I think oh, there are a lot of buyers under 200. That is very tough. We have very limited inventory on that. Um, and then I think over 500, most of those people have more disposable income. It's not right. really going to be an issue as far as rates and whatnot. Um, but between two and three hundred, those sit a little bit longer because I mean, with interest and rates going up, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So interest rates going up, you can't really afford that much. Like I had when I listed cute, cute neighborhood, three bedroom, two bath, fresh paint. I mean, it was like very cute, move in ready. And I was kind of a little panicked. It sat there for about three and a half weeks. We finally got it under contract. Um, but it it didn't go as fast as I thought it would. There were maybe six showings on it. Wow. I was really panicked. But Do you feel like it's because people aren't qualifying for as much house price-wise? And then sellers aren't willing to... I think that's part of it. Um I mean, obviously, the holidays take that. Well, that's, yeah, yeah. That was, I think, a big thing with that one. But yeah, I, yeah. I do think it's affordability. Like, I was working with a girl, um, and we're still working together. She's a first-time home buyer. We started back, I think, last winter, and she was qualified for up to 190 but she had like a thir- certain threshold as far as what her monthly payment would be. Mm-hmm. Well, now because interest rates have kept going up and up and up, she's now at like the one thirty range. Yeah. And compared to what you could find, I mean, you can't find that anymore. So it's. No. I think it has really kind of hurt what people yeah, can yeah, afford. Yeah. It seems <clears throat> to PJ's point. It seems to be that the six hundred thousand dollar home or eight hundred thousand dollar home or five hundred that person knows that the rates are a point in time and mm-hmm. not a point forever. And so when they find a home in the neighborhood or that, you know, whatever, they're comfortable biting the bullet. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is that first time home buyer or they're already a stretch to how to income household, then, you know, they really are are stuff. I mean that excuse me, they are stuck. They're they're in a tough spot and that two hundred thousand dollar, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house is what used to be a, even when I say used to be, it even was in my time in the last eighteen months was a very popular range. Right. And it's just it's not that it's unpopular, it's just tough for yeah, who yeah, yeah. can do it right now. Yeah. And really anything under that two hundred range, it it 
there's nothing new that you're going to find. You can't build a house with water, mm-hmm. sewer, curb, and gutter, land for less than, I mean, 200 a door. I mean, that mm-hmm. would it would be very small. I mean, so all that's existing product, probably older properties. Older, not super updated, or they're not in the location somebody wants. Right. Like, some people want like a champagne on a beer budget, and I've seen that yeah. a lot because they're used to the nicer what is 250 what used now, to be a few years ago yeah and or now at two and a half percent interest rates exactly right and i think yeah. a lot of people got spoiled with the interest rates as yeah. well because hmm. i can say i never paid attention to it until i bought my first house and i think interest rates have gone up three percent since then yeah yeah and now i've looked at houses in the same price point just for kicks and giggles and just looking at the difference in payment i'm like what the heck well the prices went way up because supply Mm -hmm. goes down but then also the interest rates went way up so it's kind of a double whammy Mm -hmm. do you all feel like um, i mean and incomes have continued to rise with inflation the labor market's a lot tighter uh oddly enough given that there's a lot of inflation but i mean they haven't risen that much i mean have y'all seen it all any types of declines in pricing? I mean, how is that kind of trending? There are over definitely time? more um, like concessions. We, we would say on? reduce, but we don't say price, price improvements. improvements yeah. Price <laughs> improvements. Wow. wow. Like I will say, a year price ago, if you looked at like the hot sheet, mm-hmm. you really never saw a price improvement or a little reduction. But now, I mean, every day I feel like I open it, and it's maybe not that much, but you definitely are seeing more reductions. Right. But yeah. PJ might see this too. This is what I think. People are like, "Let me just try it up here, oh, and my then God. if yes. you know we don't move in two weeks, we'll drop it." Whereas you know. I don't know if if the market five years ago still thought, well, let me just try it up here or let me try it at the recommended range. Mm -hmm. But now they're like, well, let me just try it. There is little inventory. True. That is a point in their favor. But the interest rates aren't a point in their favor. So what's a 30 year mortgage now? Seven and some change? I think, yeah, seven and a quarter ish. Y'all, we, we lucked out. Yeah, we did. Well, I have to tell you, that is what I paid back in 2007. So Ooh. I know I'm too old, right? Well, I that's was like an average mortgage rate over the last like 30, 40 years. We yes. lucked out. We got, we, we're at 2.8. Oh, well, I mean, God, we refinance so now, nice. but I'm just saying back in, <laughs> back in 07, when I bought my first house, it was, yeah. that was it. That's, I mean, and, and there wasn't, were a lot less. that's yeah. right. Yeah. But, but so was income. I right. mean, so was True. everything yeah. else, right? Yeah, but I just, I, so I can appreciate my mortgage rate now, but I also know, um, I guess this is what happens, you know, when you've you know my in, my in-laws always talk about they built their house at 16 percent interest that feels oh my God. That, is that was like in the early 80s then yes maybe? early oh 80s gosh. that's right wow. that's right wow. so they thought you know um, 16 interest put on a credit card that's <laughs> right. incredible oh, gosh. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah wow it's so, just a different time so we've talked about volumes have mm-hmm. gone down but inventory is also down yeah um, mm-hmm. you think that's just a function of people like okay well if i sell then i gotta go pay i think that's a big part of it yeah because i mean they got in at two three percent and now they're like oh well i need to get something bigger but just kidding we'll just add on or we'll we'll figure this out because there's also nowhere to go yeah totally agree with pj i feel like people are like you know what that you know when you might have thought well i'll stay in this house five years 
I'll stay in this house 10 years. Yeah, you know, right. I mean, right. this house work. is fine, but I might want the next house, but I don't want it bad enough to move to a 7% interest. Yeah, triple your, your, right. your payment. Right, right, In commercial, it's all the rage now, either to like ask for seller financing and then refinance mm-hmm. in five years when interest rates maybe improve, mm-hmm. um, or an assumable mortgage. Obviously, you don't, they don't, uh, there's products that I've seen maybe coming out where you can assume somebody else's mortgage. There's like technology startups for this. I don't know how well they're doing, but you can't do that in residential. No, no. I mean, there's no such thing. As, but there you know, is. There are some um, like new builders, new construction do pay um, points, so I've they'll pay well. down your like mortgage. That's right. Yeah. And I've definitely in the past three months written three, I think, or two where the seller's paying the closing cost. And that I don't feel hmm. like that we did that last I don't feel like I had many seller pay closing costs yeah. last year. Not in the last two years at least. But I mean before COVID I saw a lot of that. And now it's coming back. But I think they're still having to make up the difference as mm-hmm. far as the price and stuff. Yeah. I know y'all brought some more stats. Anything well, we didn't do we didn't did we? Um I feel like we've kind of covered we have this. we actually did our yeah, we went through the stats. We did. So we talked about volumes, prices, um, days on market. Mm-hmm. Um, what we need. What we need mm-hmm. in the Twin Counties. Um, well, I guess a good way to wrap up then would be, so y'all are young professionals. You've been super successful in the Twin Counties. Um, from your perspective, so we've talked about the real estate side, but just talk about maybe transitioning you know, and wrapping up, You know what your experience has been like kind of owning and operating your own business in the Twin Counties. Um, yeah, so I can say there's really no place like home. I mean, I think that really makes it a lot, maybe not easier, but more fun. Sure. When you get to work with people you know or your or your family. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I love being back here. I've seen a whole lot of people that have family ties that are coming back to the area and kind mm-hmm. of like pleasantly mm-hmm. discovering mm-hmm. that, hey, like, I can have a great life and not be in the Triangle or in right. Charlotte right. or in yeah. New York right. or Atlanta, right? Um, I can get to those places pretty easy. You know, yeah. I would say that's what I, well, obviously I grew up in Scotland, so don't <coughs> knock big it because this is big city. Okay. <laughs> um, but I told you my husband farms, so we actually live on the farm. So I don't even live in big city. Um, but it is a nice blend to be, um, not that I'm going to Washington DC every weekend, but <laughs> the fact that you can be ultra metropolitan in less than four hours. I mean, that's a wonderful family vacation and you can be at the coast in two hours and then you can be in Raleigh in one hour. I mean, it is perfectly positioned and yet not priced out of what so many people can still afford. And like I said, I have two children. I have an eight and a six year old and they have a great uh, lifestyle in the sense that there are um, art things for my six-year-old and there are sports for my eight-year-old and yeah. there are it's just a nice blend without having all of the pressure of uh, I mean my, my brother lives in Raleigh but I just feel like there there's just more pressure there in in daily lifestyle than there is here yeah um, so I, I mean I feel like it's a, a nice blend and obviously mm-hmm. professionally I've gotten to work with some wonderful people and they're just good people here yeah i agree you know and it's we want to see growth in the twin counties we want to see you know economic development new jobs new real estate Mm -hmm. um 
you know, I don't know that we're ready to be like the next triangle or the rally, but I mean, there's room for growth here. There's, but the quality of life, it's going to take a lot of growth. I feel like to compromise the quality of life that we have here. Would y'all agree? Yes. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And one thing I can kind of add um, is that I've had a lot of friends moving back from the Raleigh area. And one of them made the comment last Christmas season because we had so many Christmas parties between my little friend group. And she goes, this is so fun. We, we couldn't do this in Raleigh because the next friend's house was 20, 30 minutes away. Right. And now we drive 10 minutes down the street and oh, fun party. Yeah, right. So, um, right. so yeah, no, I agree. I think the quality of life is a lot better. <laughs> well, It'll be interesting to see what happens with Spring Hope over ooh. the next you know a few years Mm -hmm. because it is so close to Raleigh and it is you know even smaller but it is even closer to Raleigh and with the you know movie Mm -hmm. the new movie complex or whatever I don't even know what to call that is coming um that'll be an interesting community to watch yeah we actually did a podcast with a guy named Jason Gupton so he's a stunt double does a lot of work uh kind of out of that so check that out but we've been trying to get the owners or the developers of the complex to come (laughs) on uh because I think it's going to be a big economic Mm -hmm. driver for that area and they're going to have a lot of rooftops that start popping up over there just Mm -hmm. like I mean that's a thread we didn't really get to to talk about today but I'm sure as it that wave moves Mm -hmm. you know eastward um, I mean, we're already seeing it in Zebulon and in Spring Hope, even Nashville. Bailey, which right. is yeah, kind Bailey, of Middlesex. shocking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sims. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> You're right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, why don't you guys come another 20 minutes to like an actual city in you know, a Nashville yes. or Rocky Mount, yes. right? Yes. So, well, this has been a pleasure. Thank you all for bringing the stats and for grilling me. <laughs> you know, clearly I'm uh, not tied into the brokerage side, but uh, this was fun. Thank, Thank you all so much for, for yeah. Thank Thanks you. for coming. Thank you.